when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? We're back. Back to even. It is Friday, July 21st, 2023. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you all had a glorious week and are surviving the Arizona heat uh, and or enjoying this beautiful weather up here in Minnesota. Smoke hasn't been around for a few weeks. We're feeling good, ready to cook. We're going to chop it up good tonight as we record a little bit early this week because uh, old Benny boy is going to camp. Hope he has a, packed a sleeping bag, bug spray, nightlight, maybe a teddy bear or two. It's also open championship week. I'm fired the fuck up to wake up early, watch some major championship golf, drink some coffee in peace and quiet. It's a great week. It's a great week to be alive. Um, yeah, there's, there's almost two rounds of the Open over by the time this is coming out. So it's pretty exciting. Uh, without further ado, you know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by none other than... Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 What's up, Benito? Cheers, brother. What up, Jeffrey? Cheers, my man. Um, what are you showing you off a, tonight? You got a peach. Um, I got a listener review to do. Mm, that's that yingling. Yep, yingling bongo fizz. Bongo premium fizz. beer with natural mango flavors. Haven't had one. Uh, shout out Zach Rago. They showed up on Friday. And here we go. Yeah, right into it. I love that. Fun looking can. There's a puppy it is on it. For a yingling with a pup on a and a parrot on a chair on a beach. Who wouldn't want to be there? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Just had some Pepsi, so I need to Yeah, you gotta cleanse that palate. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm drinking a, a peach tonight out of and so like I'm bringing it to the table since you spam. A camouflage spam koozie. Koozie. Yeah, I might have to steal that one from you sometime. That's a <laughs> That's a sweet looking can. That's a, so it is. It is very loose. Yeah, been used. Stole this from my dad. Shout yeah. out Rod. All right, R.I.P. Right, this thing is old. It's weathered. Um, yeah, dude, fucking camouflage spam can koozie. <laughs> it's a good looking camo. Oh, that's my favorite. It is. It is. I had to go. I had to. De- I had to dig deep. All right, Ben's taking a sip. Let's see first thoughts. Bongo wow. biz. Um, sorry to probably ninety five percent of the listeners that can't buy this beer. Uh, that's good. Is it? That is what I think we thought peach should be. Like it's just a subtle mango. It's not out of this world. You know, I think mango is subtle in and of itself. Right, that's a good fruit choice if you're going to mix it with the beer. Yeah, it's good. No, that's good. That's good. That's real good. Um, good on you, boy. Zach. Appreciate you, Zach Rago. Appreciate you, brother. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, I'd probably have to go like 8, 7 out of 10. Wow, okay. Pretty high. That's respectable. That's respectable. Yeah. I mean, so... Since you're doing like a specific number rating, <laughs> what are you rating? Uh, just for some context, well, the can boosted up some points. The cans, it's, it's presentation, right? 
I mean, it matters. Especially, I mean, first off, let's start here. Yingling, America's oldest beer, right? Mm-hmm. Not the beer company I ever expected to be fucking around with flavors. I right. kind of thought they just said Yingling. I know there's a light out, but I didn't think they did anything else. Um, so that's a start. Then the can, sweet, right? Uh, like you said, I'll, I'll I'll take a picture before I drink all these. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, the name Bongo Fizz, that's solid. Dynamite. Right? Like, it's a good... It's not just yingling mango, right? Like, we're kind of getting some creativity in us. The crispness is money. Yeah, dude, I like that a lot. I'm going to I'm gonna savor these. I don't, I don't want to pound them all. Oh, how many did you get? He sent me three. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, yeah. So I am going to return the favor. I'm going to pull a couple of my favorite uh, AZ beers. Send them, Excellent. send them to Zach. So. Excellent. So, yeah. So again, you gave it an eight, seven. Yeah. Um, just for like some context. What's a bush light? A bush light. OG. That's that's the standard ten. Okay. I mean, it's really not. We know it's not the best beer, but yeah. if you put in all the factors, we should probably put a, come up with something, make a little uh, Instagram slideshow here. Mm-hmm. I could drink thirty of them, consistent forever. They've that flavor hasn't changed since I was fifteen years old in the garage, right? Like. Been drinking Bush Light for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Good. Good stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, but I mean, yeah, like a Bush Apple was probably a nine and a half. Okay. A Peach was probably a four. The first sip, it's probably worked its way up to a six now. Interesting. Okay. So this is good, but it can't be higher than a Peach, right? So. A peach or, or an apple? apple? I mean, Oof. an apple. Yeah, excuse okay. me, a black apple. So, sure. Yeah, this is good. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. So, appreciate you, Rago. That's it's good stuff. That's excellent, man. Who's next? Yeah. Who's next? Who and what is next? Is the That's question. right. All right. Um. Yeah, I mentioned it. You're going to camp. Yep. Band camp. Nope. Going to shove a flute up your pussy. Nope. nope. Oh, okay. What are we doing? Don't have either of those flutes or pussies. Um, so <laughs> look at you. Just I know. Living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't worked a lot in July. Uh, actual work. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Well, now that you mentioned that, how's yeah. that working out? Like everybody cool. I told them they had to be. I literally was like, I'm taking this time off. Um, I was like, some of it has to be unpaid. That's fine. I don't care. I'm taking it off. I don't miss time ever. Uh And, you know, uh, just do, you should do stuff, right? Uh, If you're valued at your company, they'll let you. So, uh, you know, whatever. So, no, that was cool. I think there was some people like, whoa, you're taking all this time off in July. I was like, well, every other time is the time to be here, right? It's pretty sweet to live here. Yeah. Outside of July in most of August. Yep. So that's where we're at. That's so awesome. now we're going to football camp. It's going to be a good start to the year. So it really is the official, unofficial kickoff to our season. So 
go up, do a little team bonding, come back. Everybody has a break for a week, and then the twenty whatever twenty ninth of July is first day of practice. So, wow, yeah, yeah. So I mean, football starting. Correct. Yeah, yeah. we just have we literally have this week, and then we take next. We basically give the kids one more week to be a kid, sure. and then back it's, at it. Time to roll. Yeah. So, Time to roll. So it's it's a lot of football, a lot of team building, culture stuff, or is no football? No, we so we have two practices a day. Well, tomorrow we'll on Monday we'll only have one because we're the bus is leaving at six. Um, I'm actually riding up with another coach, so that's cool. Because uh, they literally have to drive past my place, you know, mm-hmm. Metro living. I was like, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me to drive to the school and then ride right past my place. So yeah, they're picking me up at seven. Uh, the bus, the take bus is about four and a half hours to get up into the mountains there, uh, from our place in a car. It's three, three fifteen sure. maybe. So yeah, we are staying in a school. The kids all sleep in a gym and we'll be in a air conditioned classroom or two as coaches. And yeah, man, make them sweat. Yep. Is it going to be so, hot up there? I mean, I know it's hotter no. than Hades. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be warm, but that's the nice thing, and that's why they go to the mountains. So, sure. for context, right now, here, Sweat it's 103 time, degrees. Close. It's 815 yep. at night. We're it's 103 here. degrees, right? Wrap your fucking gourd around that. Fuck that noise. Sorry, just updated. 105. So, even better. In up? Pine Top right now at 815, it's 80. Yeah. So, I mean, 25 degrees cooler. Sure. And then overnight it gets down in the low 60s, and then you climb out in the morning. But it's going to be 94 on Monday, 91 Tuesday, 91 Wednesday, and then Thursday we just have morning stuff, and then we come back. So it's going to be a hell of a lot better here or there, obviously, than here because forecasted, um, let's see, where are we at? 114, 115, 116, 116. So, huh. So, we're, we're, you know, either way, it's going to be 25 degrees cooler. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's just awful. Yeah. Awful heat. Yeah. God. I mean, it's crazy to just wrap your brain around it being 815. And that means it's completely dark here. I mean, it's pitch black outside. Yeah. And it's hundred five. F and five. Yeah. God, that is not dude, those sick, huh? That, yeah, that's that's gross. Um I hope you guys do some like early morning practices when it's like still in the sixties. Yeah, I wish. No. So uh oh. we have our our afternoon is at two thirty and then our morning is at nine. But we at six the kids condition. So we go out and condition yeah. them at six in the morning. So I mean, that'll be nice. That's gonna feel so good, dude. Like just oh, it's gonna be cri- great. Like it's I'm gonna, gonna wear feel a crisp for sure. You are, man. Uh, just blowing that whistle, watching them yep. work. You guys just rubbing the hands, like damn, man. <laughs> Should have brought a stocking cap. Yeah, no, it's gonna be sweet. Oh, that's football weather, right? Yeah, you know, feeling that well for us traditionally correct right uh 100 oh it's gonna be so cool that'll be fun man I, we never got a chance to do anything like that in high school do you guys go to any camps at all ever nah they would see we went to SDSU. yeah 
No, we just never. We went, it wasn't a thing. We, we went to SDSU as a team. Yeah. That was always fun. You, you, you were in the dorms for a couple of days. But that was also a lot of football. I mean, looking back, like, fuck, we did football from 7 to probably 11 and then – or 11.30. Then you'd have lunch, and then you'd go back out from probably 1 to – Six or seven, or maybe even eight o'clock at night. Jeez, I mean, it's just all day. That's crazy. Different drills. Yeah, it was a lot. That's that is how aggressive like this has scaled in essentially twenty five years, right? Right. Um, because when I went, there might have been five. That's probably inaccurate. Maybe ten kids in my class that played varsity athletics that went to camps on their own right just on their own right no team shit none of that right and then when you guys were there you know 10 12 years later you guys are going to a team camp once but it's just all football now it's like practice year round going on a retreat as a team and like oh man that would have been a fuck that would have been an experience yeah, no, this is, I mean, I tell people all the time, people don't understand, like, this is the closest thing I've ever truly coached, like, day in, day out into college football. I mean, this is, it's unreal. Yeah, like, it's, it's a different world. We got, you know, strength and conditioning coach. I don't have to worry about all that shit. I just got to worry about the offense at Willow Canyon, and that's it. Yeah. And what's the two minute? What's the four minute? Yeah. All that. Absolutely, so, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's wild, but it's exciting. It's it's here now for sure. You know, tomorrow starts it all. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God. Fucking weather, man. We're in it now. Yeah. We might as well dive into this Death Valley shit. Yeah. You know, let's just keep this rolling so people can just keep hitting fast forward if they don't like us talking about weather. But yeah, we we both saw the story of idiots. Uh, oh my god! Attempting to like walk Death Valley, and it's going to be the hottest temperature that's ever been recorded there, like 131 or some shit. Yeah, isn't it the hottest temp in the history of the world? I don't know about that. Maybe I I feel like the Middle East is a little hotter at times, but could be could be wrong. Um, yeah. Either way, 131 is stupid, and these it idiots. Is- are like trying to walk Death Valley. Yeah, they're gonna die. Yeah, you can't carry enough water. No, you're just gonna constantly like you would have to IV literally. Hundred percent, dude. To not to not because you'd just be losing it to sweat. They can everybody's gonna it's a dry heat. Yeah, I get it. I live in it. Stand it in your oven. It's fucking sweet. Um but I know how shitty 110 feels out here. And then, like, oh, you get to 118, you're like, what the fuck are we doing? And then it's like, how about another 13, 14 degrees on top of that? You're like, uh, what? So stupid. I'm not signing up. To, I mean, I don't even, like, I don't even leave the house. I haven't left the house in two days. Right? Like, I was like, it's a weekend. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I did my stuff on Friday. I came home and I haven't left. I won't leave till tomorrow. Cause it's too hot. It's just like being at home, like in the middle of winter. 
Like correct when it's forty below wind chill. Correct. F that. So. Like do some puzzles, read a book, play some video games, get drunk in your house, whatever. Right. Right. Um, whatever. Like do. You, do you like? Do you think these people have like this uh, death wish, and or they don't enjoy life unless they're pushing the boundaries of it? Great question. Like, uh, what's, what prompts somebody to say, uh, "I want to walk Death Valley"? Mental illness. Clearly, I mean they're clearly unstable, right? right? Like, hundred percent. We're not talking about somebody with a full deck of cards here. Nope. So, there's that. Um, secondly, they're from California, mm-hmm. Californians, right? Um, so yeah, dude. I don't know. Just a couple screws loose. I'm sure I, it's nothing. I Ty and Ton were telling me about it Friday night too, and then you sent me that video or whatever, and I was like, boy, it's real. I just can't believe like I thought maybe they would like walk out there and put some cookies on a on a cooking sheet or something like that, you know, and like Yeah. Sit in their Teslas. Yep. While the cookies baked for three hours. I have no idea. Um stupid dude. I that's just dumb. Yeah. Like it, I feel the same way about people who like try to climb Everest. Yeah. Or, you know, want to jump out of planes for fun. Correct. Why? It, it, it's, it, yeah, I just don't get it, man. Uh, <laughs> unless your, like, job requires it, there's no point in doing any of that stuff. Like, right. I don't know. Like, they say it makes them feel alive, but I, I, what do you feel fucking dead the rest of the time when you're just hanging out? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, Done some thrill-seeking things in my day. Rode a bowl once. Once was good enough. I was like, poop. Made it through. All right. And then I've never had, like, the, like, want for that adrenaline. I would do that again, but I'm not signing up to, like, let's crank it up to the next level, you know? Right. Like, somebody had a heat stroke at 110, and they're like, fuck, I wonder what that'd be at 131. I wonder how fast I could go in a heat stroke mode. Right, right. Speaking of... You know, like we talk about like uh, you compare it to the winter here and all the stupid shit that goes on in the winter when it's that cold, right? Like somebody will boil water and they take it outside and throw throw it. it. So do they do like the, you can fry an egg on the sidewalk? Oh, people do that shit all the time here. All the time. Like people are always putting like, I know Ton's talked about it a couple of times, like girls at dry bar, they'll make cookies in their car. And like they'll leave the pan on the when you know on the dash mm-hmm. of the car all day long, and it it works. Um, but yeah, I mean you could do that shit. I mean it, it's obviously not as hot, so it takes a little bit longer. But yeah, you could fry an egg in yeah. probably twenty five minutes. I think I saw something. Um, a woman had like a brick mailbox. Yeah, she made a. And she a put loaf a lo- of bread. like a loaf of bread in there, and it baked the bread. Yeah, That's was that here? Yeah. I saw that. I didn't know where it was. I assumed. That's yeah, that's wild. hilarious. She put it in there all day and it baked the bread. <laughs> what, a, what a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, I know. People are. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. There's nothing else you really do. I mean, I guess back home, like 
people's like entryways or like breezeways, you know, kind of turn into a fridge in the wintertime. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just keep the pop in the, in the garage or whatever. hundred percent. 40 degrees out there. out there. Yeah. All the alcohol, just put it on the deck. Yeah. Don't need to take up fridge space. Yeah. It'll be fine. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't realize I was here. I saw that too. That's funny. I wonder how, it, I mean, it looked good. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, it, I assume it was there. I mean, I know it's been yeah, I don't know where else. warm everywhere, but I assume it's there. I get a bunch of random shit from Arizona just because of you. And I think yeah. like when I look at FanDuel, I click Arizona, so it must think I'm tangentially related to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what'd you do this weekend, though? You, you said you, like, you just stayed inside all weekend. I just got ready for football, a lot yeah. of it. Did some stuff and cleaned a little bit. Uh, Ton's parents are going to be here when I get back. And we're going to Morgan Wallen on Thursday night, so the night before this comes out. Um, oh, yeah, nice. Chase. So very cool. Yeah, we uh yeah, I just kind of cleaned. We watched all of quarterbacks. You got all the way through it. Yep, finished it today. I mean, let's dive in. All right. I mean, we're here. Yeah. Uh so first go first impressions. You know I I and I haven't seen it all. I've seen through like six. Okay, you're not all the way through. No. Okay. Which I'm looking forward to the end because yeah. you know playoffs, Super Bowl, whatever. But first impressions. First impressions um as a show as a whole, I think it's really well done. I hope it's something that continues so you can kind of see the perspective or kind of get like that insight into who they are as people on three different people every year. Um, as a Vikings fan, I probably will hit and physically cause harm to the next person who talks shit about Kirk Cousins. Mm. I mean... Is there a genuinely more regular person playing in the NFL at that? I mean, at a high profile like that? Right, probably not. No. How how much different is Kirk Cousins' house from your house? His Minnesota house is shockingly like I've seen a lot. Like all the features in it are like, well, that just as easily could be in mine. That looks like my friend's house. That you yeah. know, it's just. He's got a huge yard. I'll give him that. But, yeah. you know, yeah, the house is pretty basic. I was like, huh, he did some shit. Look at that. But then they showed his Michigan house. His suite on, on Lake Michigan. I was going to say, it looked like it was on one of the fucking Great Lakes. It's like, okay, that makes some sense. Like, that's where yeah. his money is. <laughs> uh, but they're just, I mean, they even talk about, like, his wardrobe. And she's like, yeah, you know, I shop at TJ Maxx. And it's like, Julie. He makes $30 million a year. Do you guys not understand that? Plus the pizza ranch money. Christ. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, uh, old Cooper and Turner, they're set because obviously they ain't spending any fucking money. No. No. I mean, he burns a hole in his sweatshirt and he's like, well, I guess this is my fire pit sweatshirt now. <laughs> it's like, and he's just like the, he is, He's he's the neighborhood dad, dude. Like a hundred percent. Like he is mm -hmm. just that goofy fucking neighborhood dad. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, his kids' friends aren't gonna believe that he played in the NFL. Right. Because they're never gonna find that room with all his right. shit. 
But I mean, just like in general, like just if you, I feel like if a normal person just bumped into Kirk Cousins, you're like, what a nice guy I met at Cub Foods today. Mm-hmm. Shout out. It was Kirk Cousins. Right. The guy. So if you're through six, have you seen what his Tuesdays are yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have for sure. That was episode six. He me. takes the day off. That's his off day. Okay. Yeah. His mandated off day. Yeah. And he sits down and he starts reading all this fan mail. And he, like, signs all the cards, sends them back, and talks about people writing from prison or from wherever. He's just a normal dude. Yeah. And Julie is such a nerd. Like, yeah, she's just a, such a nerdy-ass lady. Like, I got so nervous. I had to put in my ear earbuds and listen to worship music. I was like, all right, Jewel. <laughs> you go, girl. You go. Yeah. I was just so funny. But it was, I mean, it was good. It was good. It was, I don't think it was as good as Full Swing. But it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I, my first impressions are, so it was good. I I am enjoying it. Um, yes. But I'm underwhelmed. Yeah, same. There's Ton loved it way more than I did. There's too much football. Yeah, I mean they really profile how the season went. Yeah, right? like or how the games are going, it, which I appreciate, but that's not why most people are watching it. Well, and it's not like how the seasons are going. They're like showing fucking games. Yeah, like it feel you know like they're spending a lot of time in game and it's like i've watched that you know what i mean like i don't need to see that now it does give you some perspective of it but i to me it felt like way too much time on the games they could have sped that up a little bit um and yeah i i like hearing them talk about what they're going through and whatnot but it 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 felt like hey comment on this play comment on that play you know so out of a 45-minute episode, 25 minutes is in-game footage. Yeah. Right? And it's like, wow, oh, that's a lot of like a lot of time on games. Like we already know how they ended. Um right. and it, to me, I wanted more of the I you know, I don't need to see Kirk Cousins sitting around the bonfire, right? Like I am fascinated. And I, I most of my uh, thoughts on this are on Kirk, right? Right. Just because we're invested in him in some fashion. Financially. There's that. Uh, <laughs> but I want to see, like, how he handles all the pressure and, like, his thoughts on things. And I want I want more of that, right? Like, I loved, dude, he's the toughest motherfucker in the league, hands down. Not even close. There's not even a close second. No way. No how. That guy got hit harder more often than I've like than I think that we ever realized. Like we knew he was 100%. tough, and it's like God, the guy doesn't miss games. That's great. But like during that Bills game, it was funny. Like Jen was in the room when that episode was on because Jack and I were watching it, and after he got hit and so it was after the Washington game right and so his ribs are all fucked up 
and he's like running around just going, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, Jen's like, God, he sure whines a lot, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yeah. Have you seen the like shots this dude's taking? And she's like, yeah. And he's wearing pads, isn't he? And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> okay. All right. Guess I know. Jen's the armchair quarterback. Yeah. We all hate. What a pussy that Kirk Cousins is. <laughs> she's sitting here like I gave birth to two kids without fucking, you know, painkillers. So suck it up, Kirk. Um, it's hilarious. But it was it, like, I loved seeing like all the work that he's got to do right to like, get back right um to like being healthy and feel like he can play right and that's the stuff like that i want is more of the struggle and like what he puts into it and like he puts in a ton of work to try and remember this shit and i think to me like the thing that like stuck out was like it feels like he is putting in a thousand times more effort to being a quarterback than patrick mahomes is yeah, I mean, they really profiled Pat's, like, workouts, right, that he does on the side. But I don't think that anybody, maybe Tom, puts in more work than Kirk. Like, his brain training, which is in fucking sane. You just watch these videos. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry that we're spoiling this all. Fast forward, but... Yeah, I mean, just, like, the screen going black and then coming back when he focuses back on the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, uh, I mean, just a freak. And yeah. all the, you know, recording the calls, playing them back to himself mm-hmm. on his drive home, saying them again. Like, he puts in a ton, and it really, like, boy, we're pretty fortunate to have a Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. Like, to be honest, like, like that's where I'm at with it. And then, like, that's the thing I love, and I hope more casual fans watched it. Like, I understand when I see an interception thrown and a guy jumps, you know, a, a receiver jumps one way or another. Like, I know that the quarterback thought he was staying there, or that's that's miscommunication. But then you hear it because they're mic'd up every game. People come to Kirk all the time. He's like, hey, that's my fault. I fucked that up. You know, mm-hmm. like. It's just, and so I hope like a lot of the flack comes off him. And when you get to the playoff game, I mean, everybody wants to bitch about the the last play of the game, which they profile real well, and I can't wait for you to see it. But there's also another play in that game that was super defining that people forget to talk about. Yeah, it was a fourth and one. We had a false start, all world left tackle, and so yeah, it. I mean, yeah, dude, I'm juiced up. I'm all about Kirko now, I can tell you that. Well, I'm glad I'm... How far apart are we? Two episodes. No, no, no. Distance-wise, like 2,000 miles. Is you going to talk shit on him? A little bit. Wow. (laughs) Fucking wow. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I don't mean it negatively, but I think it just, it also highlights that he's not the guy. I love him. I think, like, as a person, and as you mentioned, super thankful that we have him. But the amount of work and effort he puts in is, and still, like, doubts, has doubts, and still, like, trips up on, and I know the position's crazy hard. 
right? I am a hundred percent armchairing this by comparison to, and maybe it's just what they're showing, but they're like, they're not showing Patrick Mahomes doing all this shit. And that guy has it. Yeah. I mean, he's a freak. I mean, that's, I, and that, I a, think that's the difference, right? He's like, those 100%. are the levels, right? Like he's at another level and it's just, it, it makes it painfully obvious that this guy, you know, um, he's capable of being the best in the world. What right. he, and I know he's got great coaches and all that stuff and a great team. Uh, you know, I'm not, it's not just Patrick Mahomes. I totally get that. And they're not showing him like putting in the crazy, because uh, to me, it's like that, that's crazy level. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning level, right? Like, I got to train my brain, wear these weird contraptions. Um, I write down my plays like seven times. I record myself saying the play so I can hear it back quickly, but then he still has those moments in a game where he's like, I didn't understand it or I, I didn't have confidence in it yet. And so I'm, you know, I made a stupid mistake and it's just like, yeah. ugh, fuck man. You know? And like, I know, I could, I, I know, man, like you're, you're rolling your eyes at me or not rolling your eyes at me, but you're just like, I, uh, but it's, I, I don't know it to me that like the 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 self he like doubts himself constantly and I think like man in that spot I like I don't want a cocky arrogant asshole as a quarterback but at the same time I think you need one that believes like no matter what <clears throat> right like Patrick Mahomes like hey man Get ready to score, guys. They're going to score. We got to get back out there. Like, he is ready. He's like, let's go. Like, we're going to get the ball back. We're going to score. We're going to win, right? And um, the Bills game specifically, right? Like, we get that touchdown to go ahead, and his thought is, well, they're probably going to drive down and kick a field goal. Like, and he sounds defeated when he's saying it. We won the game. That's great. But I fuck. It's just like, oh man, dude. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also. I mean, there's when you say like the let's just start there. The Bills game where he said that oh they're gonna drive down and get a field goal. I think that's just like him mentally preparing himself for overtime. Because if you watch it, he talks to himself a fucking ton. Yep. Like nobody's around and Dalvin's running. He's like, good run, Dalvin, and like. He's not saying that shit to Delvin, you know? Totally good. Um, I also think, like, Mahomes, like, physically gifted athlete. Like, he's he's it as an athlete. Um, but he's also had the one thing that nobody else talks about. He's been in the same system since his inception into the NFL. Kirk's had a new offensive coordinator, play caller, every year in Minnesota. Um, he's... He's, I think he's had a ton. I mean, even when he was in Washington, there was a ton of change. So I think that's probably where some self-doubt comes in is like when you're learning something new in the game of football every year, and then you like, especially when you watch quarterbacks, the Chiefs are at a point now where they get to make up fun plays and run around because they're, they got their offense down so good, right? Like Kirk's never been at that point. 
That's why I think, like, I mean, it's at the end of the day, I know the show's called quarterbacks and or quarterback, and that's who they highlighted, but it's a fucking team game. And I know, and and that I mean, like, realistically, the Vikings had a, a defense worth its weight and shit last year. Yeah, we're probably still going, you know. I mean, <laughs> I know. so many times you can only ask the offense to score 35 points in an in a NFL game. So I get it, I get what you're saying to an extent, but like, I think that's where I probably respected Kirk more is that. The guy made thirty million at one point. He is the highest paid quarterback in the league, and he puts in all this extra time. Absolutely. Again, so, as as a man and as a player, I absolutely respect like everything he's doing, without a doubt. Right? Like he's the toughest dude I've ever seen. He puts in the work. He's a good human. Like that's all awesome. But it doesn't mean he's the guy. Yeah, but I think like you're comparing him to Mahomes not doing as much. Right? Like that's your comparison from watching the show. Right? Am I right or wrong? Sure. That's your comparison. So I mean that's like anything like comparisons are fucking killers. Like the Kirk's I mean, he seems like the kind of guy that's always had to fucking outwork everybody else. Absolutely. And so Right, he talked about how cool he thought it would be one day to be all state. He never thought he'd be an all state quarterback. And then, absolutely, right, all those things. I just think, like, I don't know. He, I think, he goes in every day and, and just tries to outwork himself. Right, like, and I don't that's know. Admirable. It's just, they're they're to, two totally different situations too. I, and I, I and I and you watch Marcus Mariota, then you see a spot in Atlanta where there's no fucking guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you could have Burrow or absolutely, dude. Like, I'd rather I'd take Cousins over. I don't know, eighty percent of the quarterbacks in the league for sure. At least for sure. I'm on. I am not like trying to say like we should not. I don't want him on the team right now by any stretch. But right. I'm also just like, look, like there's one goal, and. I don't know. It just highlighted it to me, the difference. Yeah. That's all. That's it. Like, I, I get, like, being a realist and him saying he's just talking, but, like, there's a tone and there's an inflection and, like, body language, and it, it to me it just screamed, fuck. You know, and, oh, no. Like, what are we what are we going to do here? And uh, they're probably going to score. It's just like, man. Well, and like you said, too, I mean, yeah, the tone and the body language. The guy was in 17 fucking car crashes that day. I know. I know, man. I know. I, I get it. I get it, dude. I get it. I just can't wait till you finish because I, I would like to have this conversation again when you're when you're totally done. Absolutely. Because there's some good shit in the last episode that's like, yeah, I mean, he, he wants it, right? Like, it's not like, well, I'm super juiced up. I make $28.5 million a year. Yeah. Me and Julie, we fucking, we buy our tennis shoes at Walmart and we're saving all our money. Oh, absolutely, man. Like, and I'm not, again, I'm not like trying to shit on him. Like specifically, right? Like he sucks. It's just one of those when you see it, like in a show like that, because they're highlighting, right? Like. Right. Like, I'll shit on Marcus Mariota. That's the most uninteresting guy I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah, they, I mean, I think they really fucking regretted highlighting him because after episode six, you don't see him a whole lot. Yeah, it's just like, oof, this is boring. Like when it was when it was him, like I, I went through like three episodes and then I just kind of started fast forwarding. I was like, I don't care. Like they're not making me care about him or he's not making yeah. me care about him. Right. Um, so it, like that, I really don't want. Uh, you know, and right? It, again, he's got a ton of good qualities, and I'll, I'll like. If he if he needed help, I'm there without a doubt. But at the same time, like if we get a chance at a fucking future Hall of Fame quarterback, I want to jump on that instantly. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the deal. I mean, how do you? I know you just never know. People were. Motherfucking the Chiefs for taking my homes. I know. I get it, man. It's just uh we talk about know. it, right? Like you can't win without that position, like No, a hundred percent you can't. Locked down. And while I respect and love that dude, I'm not sure I and again I I want to see these last two episodes. Uh I gotta get the belief isn't there yet. Because I don't know how you can work any harder than he does. Than Kirk? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how anybody outworks him. Right. It, it that was it was like holy cats, dude. Like man. Giving it his all without a doubt. One hundred. One hundred percent he was. But they don't hand out participation or effort Lombardies. No, they don't. Otherwise, Vikings would have a lot of them. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I liked it. And I guess I kind of understand, like, the whole, if they're trying to follow the concept of uh, Drive to Survive and... Uh, full swing and point break and all that stuff, right? Uh, about like introducing people to sports, right? You got to show some of the game, but I don't know. Like I really loved like with full swing, like Brooks's whole mental breakdown episode. You know what I mean? Now he's back, right? Like that. That's fascinating to see. So that's what I would have loved to see more and more of right? Uh, in the show as a whole. Maybe now Kirk goes back. You kind of saw his mental breakdown stuff. He said he's going to the psychiatrist for the first time ever. Yeah. Started this year. Yeah. Go to a sports psychiatrist for a whole year. Yeah. Book it. Scolders to the Super Bowl right now. There you go. There you go. A little teaser for later maybe. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows... We got uh, we got the word officially. Jets are hard knocks. Yeah, forced, forced into it. What is that? So, Not happy. How, how'd you how'd you hear that? Like, what is what is uh, that? NFL mean? Radio, Sirius XM, NFL Radio, Channel eighty eight. Yeah, they're not happy. They didn't want it at all. Sure. They said nope. Take it anywhere else. NFL said hey. Yeah, you guys have the biggest storyline of the offseason. Yeah. You fit the mold. And you can't say no. So And we're coming. Tough yep. shit. Yep. That's cool, Basically. man. 
Like it'll a, be good. A hundred percent. I will absolutely watch it this year, strictly because of Rogers. On Max. On Max. Not That's Cinemax. Right. But huh? Max. not Cinemax, but Max. No, just Max. Yeah. I'll absolutely watch it. I'm not sure I've watched many in the last five or six years because they've I love them. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite shows. I watch it probably every year. I, I go back and watch the old ones. It's good stuff, man. Uh, that's, I mean, the the stuff that they kind of show behind the scenes, especially when the teams go away for training camp, right? Like back in the day, like when the Vikings used to go to Mankato. Right. I think that's really kind of a foreign concept now. Yeah. They have such big. I think the Cowboys still go to California, but that's got to be such a fun team building time as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I, it'll be cool. I don't know where the Jets go, but uh, they've been on it before. Rex Ryan, let's go get a fucking snack. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see how Robert Sala and the boys do. Yeah, that'll be fun, man. It'll be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Without it, it's doubt. gonna be good. It's gonna be good. What else should we get into tonight? Well, let's just stick with football. We're we're rolling down football here. Okay. You want to talk about running backs in the NFL? Yeah. Let's do it. Fire let's hole. start this one. Yeah. Rumor. Seven million dollar one year contract offer on the table from the Minnesota Vikings to the Delvin Cook. That's- you want him back? Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, for that price, sure. Why not? It seems fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not overpaying an aging star, so I'm down with that. Yeah, I, they. That's the talk on the streets of Twitter, um, where Twitter. I get all my news and tweet streets, and I believe it. I think I. I don't know. If, I don't think he'd come back, though. No, I don't. But I believe that the offer's out there. I also think that these older running backs are going to have to start to realize, fuck, once I get cut out of a big contract, I'm not getting paid again. No. Um, it's just not happening. Nope. So it's insane. Um, I don't. I mean, there's just too many running backs. Every team in college has one, right? Like, mm-hmm. and they're usually pretty good, right? I mean, there's usually a guy on every team. It's kind of like the, I don't know, the one position that always seems to carry over, and there's probably more depth on every team. I mean, how many one-game stars you ever seen in your life come in and just be like, well, I can run the football, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just fucking insane to me. I would be absolutely shit show shell shocked if he came back. Same, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm shocked at the amount of them that think that they're going to continue to get paid high levels of money. Yeah, why do they? Why do you think? Where do you think that's at? Like, where do you think that comes from? Like, literally, any look at. Okay, this running back was this good for this long, and then they got cut by their team or traded. Then they never linked back up. Like Todd Gurley almost won the MVP less than five years ago, and he hasn't played the last two. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah, the shelf life short. That's very well established. The game is just has completely moved away from that being a focal point, right? And if you're not three dimensional mm-hmm. as a running back, and I mean, if you can't run the ball, if you can't catch the ball out of the backfield, and if you can't line up as a wide receiver. I would say block, too, now. I mean, especially in these packages where you're spreading out four four wide. It's called four-dimensional. Because, I mean, like, you look at some of the, like, you you start in the backfield, and then you go line up. Right. Like, they put you in motion, see what the defense does, and they have you line up as a receiver. And if you can't do all of that, you know, what use are you to to a team nowadays? None. Right? And so... Oh man, yeah. I, I, I just don't under. I mean, I get it to agents and you know running backs do score touchdowns more frequently, right? Especially the one probably scores more frequently than the the two receiver, or the tight end, or something along those lines. And those guys are getting paid in the ten to you know thirteen, fifteen, depending on who yeah. they are. And so they think like, well, I'm scoring touchdowns. I should get. It. Yeah, but you're just that's because you're the body. Right. That we designated as one. We can easily replace that. 100%. Right? That's how they're looked at. And it's fucking shocking to me that they still think they're worth that much. It sucks. <laughs> sucks for them. Yeah, I mean, I got a real tough time. I mean, being like, oh, boo, you, made, you, make, you make tons of cash, right? Like, they do well. Especially if you hit a second contract, like Delvin hit one. Mm-hmm. They saw a deep, and like realistically, last year was the first year in how many years Delvin stayed healthy for a whole year? For sure. Right? Like it was an anomaly. We couldn't pay him that anymore. You're getting older. There's realistically, you're going to start getting hurt again. If he doesn't, great. Good for Delv. But there's too many, too many guys and too many teams that draft backs in the, you know, three through seventh round. Mm-hmm. And, they do just fine, right? Like absolutely, it's it's the one position probably statistically you could go through the stat leaders after the year two thousand five, and majority of them are not first round draft picks. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, for a long time it was like a cardinal sin to draft a running back from like two thousand ten. To 17, 16, somewhere in there, there's like no way in hell is an NFL team taking a running back in the first round. Right. Whatever. I mean, kind of the same reason, right? Like, they're going to be there. We can get the same kind of guy in the second. That's what they would do. 100%. Yeah, GMs are finally figuring it out, right? Finally getting smart, you know. Absolutely. And not wasting money on a position that can be easily replaced. Oh yeah, you know, build got to have a strong line, right? Like, right. You have the greatest running back in the world, but if you can't block for him, doesn't matter. So, right. Got to start there. That type of shit. Got to. Yeah. I mean, even like Jonathan Taylor, I think he was a second or third round pick, and he's arguably like right now, like he's the guy. I know he got dinged up last year, but especially if you're big into like fantasy football, like. He's the dude, and he came out of you know Wisconsin, but it's just like it's just not a just not a thing. I don't know. Right, it's crazy, but yeah, 
I mean, outside of Christian McCaffrey, is there anybody you'd pay over ten million bucks to? Uh, as a vet, no. Uh, uh-uh. is there a rookie I with mean, that at the position? I don't think so, but apparently the the NFL thinks so. Old Bijan, Dijon, Bijan is the highest paid running back in the NFL this year. What's he getting? Hasn't thirteen and a half? What was it? I just pulled it up for us. Uh, thirteen. Oh, thirteen point seven total money this year, which makes it makes the most of any running back this year. Wow. Hasn't touched the ball once. It's because he was drafted fourth overall. And that's how the structure is. It doesn't matter what your position is. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's fucking insane to me. It's the same thing there. He's never touched the ball in the NFL. Yeah. And I understand, like, this isn't a knock on Bijan. I hope he does great. I think. But at the same time, I was shaking my head when Atlanta did that. Mm-hmm. Tyler Algier, BYU kid, at the end of the year last year, came on and looked like mm, he could be the guy. Just kidding. They're going to draft somebody fourth overall. Now he's, I mean, just think, like, you have $13 million in your the Atlanta Falcons. I'm sure they would rather give that $13 million to Derrick Henry, Saquon, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, CMC. Uh, I'm sure there's other guys that they're like, yeah, I wish we could spend that $13 million on a vet. Yeah. Somewhere else. That's just insane to me. I just saw that and I thought that was absolutely wild. I don't know. Don't draft a running back in the first round. Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. Isn't that nuts? Very. Very. I mean, that's just. And, and the lack of traction or talk about it, too, I think is insane. So, like, when. Help me out. You're way more into the draft than me. Yeah. I thought they all got slotted, right? And when that all came in, because, you know, you used to, you know, these first round, first overall picks were getting, you know, $60 million guaranteed, like, type contracts, right? Right. Right. And then they slotted them so that it wasn't as big of a hit to these teams. When did Correct. those prices creep up so much? Um, they have been, I think, like through the the collective bargaining agreement. Because um, they're all on four-year contracts, right, for the first time. So, like, I mean, even, I mean, last year, you know, was the two DNs top two picks and Walker with the Jags made 41 and a half over the first four years. Hmm. And I mean, it's just like, I mean, it's just absolutely insane to think that these guys are coming in, but I get what you, because I remember the big thing though, they used to sign them to like the, the contracts before the draft. Do you remember that at all? Like Sam Bradford, was like $56 million and it came out like the night before the draft. Like he had already signed his contract. They'd been working on the contract forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then the NFL like X that because then there was no suspense in the first overall pick. Right. Right. So. Well, and it, it 
the the league didn't like that it gave these players leverage. Right. Right. To say, that don't, never don't draft me. You can't afford me. Right. Like I will not sign a contract. Well, I'm you pretty know? sure Sam Bradford's was almost fully guaranteed. And he came off that, uh, AC tear or whatever in his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, Sam Bradford's the most injury prone human of all time. Otherwise he would have probably been a hall of famer, but he just, I mean, just imagine that you just came off a year where you played four snaps in college after winning the Heisman, and then you just get $56 million guaranteed. Like, no matter what happens. What a life. What a life. Good for that, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when they changed it to these slots or how the time. The, I think it was like the maybe uh, that wasn't like Cam Newton draft, yeah. 2010 or 11. I think that was the first one. Yeah. He was the first pick to Carolina. Um, but. Yeah, I think obviously, like everything, has just gone up and up. I think as the salary sure. cap goes up, sure, inflation. Um, I mean, the biggest shitter would honestly be like getting getting picked and then going to play and like because these are these are designated amounts no matter where you play. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, I get drafted number one overall pick to San Francisco, and now I have to pay fifty percent of that to taxes. Be tough. You know what I mean? Like that's for sure. That's pretty fucking wild. For South sure. Dakota should get a. They should put all the pro sports teams in the no, no income state tax. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are crying for them having to pay in South Dakota. Uh, no, just yeah. in general, pro athletes have to oh. pay fifty percent of their income to taxes. I or, get it. I mean, taxes. I understand. I just made the comment earlier, but <laughs> that's a real shitter of a deal. It <laughs> like, is. Yeah, it sucks. Because that's the market, right? And you don't you don't get a pick where you play at first. For sure. Then you can hit. So, I just remember like during COVID, uh, the Cardinal or yeah, the Niners came here and played in Arizona because you couldn't play organized sports. Yeah. In California. Yep. And so, or in the city of San Diego, whatever the fuck it was. And anyways, so they came to Arizona and they were staying here. And George Kittle was talking about the Airbnb he rented. And he was like, dude, the Airbnb I rented was still cheaper than the rent I pay. And I got way more right here, which now I know, like, I pay rent here. It's crazy, just crazy to think about. And then they were playing here, so then their game checks came out of here. Yeah. So that's where they were earning their money. Value went up. They started making more money. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Just wild. It's a weird system. It is fucking taxes. Goddamn taxes. The goddamn government. Yeah, I don't want to play him. Uh, I got a question. You think Northwestern is just going to cancel sports? I think so. Might as well. Probably should. I, I don't know what they're doing, dude. Cleaning like, fucking house is what they're doing. Everybody. You know, they found what they, they, they found a little wood rot and then realized it's like fucking black mold. Apparently, right. I'm excited to hear what's going to come out on this baseball thing. Like the specifics? Yeah, because they fired him for, how do they word it? Um, a detrimental culture. He was abusive verbally. 
um, had a real toxic culture. Basically, just a big fucking asshole. Maybe. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I haven't either, but... I mean, if you watch Dion and you got soft feelings, you would think the same thing, too. Right? Like, especially that video that came out when he got the head coach job in Colorado mm-hmm. and was like, hey, hit the transfer portal. See ya. Yeah. Don't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's how some of those guys coach. And I understand, like, you don't have to like it and you don't have to employ those people. I get it. Yeah. But it's just like, go spend some time around Nick Saban. I'm sure he's not just fucking whispering sweet nothings into everybody's ear. No. You know? Yeah, no. It, it, the stuff I read sounded very much more... Uh, just very aggressive verbally to the players. Um, and the guy used to coach at, like, Army or Air Force or something. Like, so one of the, one of the military schools and... If my past has taught me anything, it's there's a swear word every other word coming out of their mouths. Right. Um, especially once you're in it. So if he brought that there and, you know. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, like the article I read, they were doing like literally concurrent investigate like investigations on the head football coach and the head baseball coach. They knew they were going to fire the baseball coach first, and they were trying to figure out what to do with the football thing first because that season was coming up. Right. I mean, good lord, dude. Like I have been seeing some stuff on the Pat Fitzgerald stuff, and it doesn't sound like it's gonna turn out real well for Northwestern. Yeah. What like update? Like they're gonna have to fully pay him. Like no normally you don't get a fire people like that and then like have to pay them. It's not looking real good. It's sounding like uh Maybe the investigation wasn't fully done and like some conclusions were jumped to Mm -hmm. and like other former players are coming out and being like, well, it's not exactly what it was. It was like, we've obviously seen that before. We've stopped it before, you know, shit happens and then we take control of it. But they're just like, they're not being like super specific other than like, this is going to cost the university of Northwestern a bunch of money. Yeah. The fact that they fired Pastor Joe. Right. Because, well, like, originally, like, the bad stuff was that he was very, like, he was aware of it and he was essentially, like, going to the captains and kind of, like, ordering. Yeah, that's what they said. It to occur. Whatever Which it was. Is, correct. Which just came out and not been true. Yeah. So there's going to, there's going to, I mean, obviously at some point, like it'll all come out and it'll be a hell of a 30 for 30 Yeah. someday. And yeah, it's, uh, it's wild to me. All the, I mean, yeah. Northwestern is just like, well, we're just going to fire everybody. And I mean, granted they're not, it's not like they're not morally correct things, but who who's going to line up to take those jobs? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's, it, it's not great, but at the same time, it is a head football coaching job in the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, the kid that got it just got that he was a defensive coordinator at NDSU last year. They just named him the interim mm-hmm. now officially. Yeah. Shout out to him. 
I mean, that's a huge opportunity for him, right? Like it, right. it happens, but it's also hard to coach at a place where it's not like, I understand. I'm not saying like defend your coaches, but like when you see two go in a week in different sports, you think the admin is going to trust anything you say ever. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Hey, let the investigation go through. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, it seems like a really tough administration I have to work with. So I don't want to coach there. Well, and when you see, when you, sorry, when you see shit like that start to happen, right? Like when heads like that start to roll Mm -hmm. in my, the way I start to look at it is, well, who's in charge of all those heads? Right. And you know, that's the, you know, athletic director president of the school so now you're gonna get the board of regents involved and they're gonna come and be like hey, listen they work for you right you know you but that's kind of also what's a little shocking you know that's what that's been my thing the whole time on this pat fitzgerald thing is that they just fired him but every other coach and most of them i think there's three new coaches on the staff this year everybody else had a tenure of four years or more so they, every single coach, if this was going on, knew it was going on. And all of them probably knew better than the head coach. Cause we've mm-hmm. talked about it on this program, but like being a head coach at the D one level, those other guys are more in touch with what's happening than him. So why was nobody else fucking fired? Right. Like I get that it's July and you got to have a staff, but it's like, well, if we're going to do the right thing, then do the right fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, it just, there's, it, it's reached a point where you have to start looking up now, in right. my opinion. Like, when, it, when it's that level, you have two programs that are just completely in, from their own investigations, out of control, head coaches are doing bad shit to players, yada, yada, yada. Right. Well, this is your department, Mr. Athletic Director or Mrs. Athletic Director. You got to go. No, you you chop that head off, right? Like, if you can't keep these fuckers in line, you're out, right? Like, you're no longer, like, trying to save the school. Like, you're done. No, I'm with you. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, because that's a – those are the people that work for you if you're the athletic director. I I don't know. Absolutely. It's one thing if, like – somebody's not meeting performance standards, but when they don't meet your like school mission and values and all that stuff, like that's on you. Right. For not like making sure that wasn't abundantly clear. Right. And kind of keeping track of that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you before we get into our last little rundown topic here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have a wild card to throw in. Okay. Maybe you haven't seen this. Love wild cards. I'd like you to dig into it. Have you heard of the new movie sounds of freedom? Or Sound of Freedom? Yeah, a little bit. Seen some weird shit on Twitter about it without like looking too hard for it. Yeah, I have not. I okay, first off, I didn't know what this movie was until last Tuesday. Uh I was at a customer and he was we're just talking. He's like, Oh, I took my wife to Sound of Freedom. She wanted to see that. And I was like, I don't know what it is. I was like, is that a musical or something? Literally, Sound of Freedom. (laughs) Sound of music's cousin. Right. You know what I mean? He's like, no, it's about child trafficking and all this shit. And I was like, oh, interesting. He's like, yeah. So then 
my iPhone heard me and started throwing stuff up on my feet, I think. Yeah. But you've been seeing what's apparently been happening in theaters everywhere? Like, while they're trying to show this movie? Somewhat. Um, but I think I might have seen something different than what you're about to say. So, apparently, and like I said, I haven't dug into this. This has all been by chance. At, like, theaters across the country, every time this movie starts playing, something goes wrong in the theater, and they can't play the movie. Or they make it uncomfortable to watch the movie in that setting. And they try to give you money back to come back and fix the movie. Like, watch it at a different time or come back. Like, more than I... I mean, especially in this day of technology, right? Like... Yeah. So there was apparently one here. The lady said she was in Phoenix somewhere and the AC went out in that, just that theater alone. So you're like, well, that'd suck for sure yeah. to watch a movie right now. There was one, like the lights went turn on sirens kept going off. The, the, the ball burnt out. Uh, the, just the whole movie didn't work at all. Like I've just seen all these things and then they're like, why don't they want you to see this movie? I don't fucking know. I'm not a big like conspiracy theory guy, but if it's like, if it's more than once, if it's more than twice, yeah, yeah. three times, it's kind of like, well, maybe. Sure. I mean, how many times does it happen where it's not a coincidence? Absolutely, dude. Um, so I've heard of this like movie, and again, I haven't dug into it. So like, I'm just getting the random, uh, shit that f pops up on Twitter as I'm right. doom scrolling, right? And apparently it's a right versus left, like, thing. Which everything is. Yeah, this movie was like, you know, uh, again, this is, <laughs> this is my most probably inaccurate take I've ever had. This movie was put out by the right um, and is uh, kind of like, pissing off the left because it's like accusing Democrats and the left of being like sex traffickers or for it or something okay. along. I, I, I don't know. Or, or they, they perceive that as like, we're okay with it and we're not going to do anything about it. And this is like, no, we're the champions of like fighting against sex trafficking or something along those lines. Um, and I hadn't heard these whole, you know, theater malfunction issues. But I had seen videos of people had bought tickets to it and it said it was sold out. So they bought tickets to another movie and walked in the theater and it was empty. And so, like, the right is claiming that the leftist Hollywood elite are trying to suppress this movie because they don't want people to know the truth about sex trafficking and yeah and then like i saw it made 85 million dollars this weekend which is a pretty big weekend this is huge middle of especially july. in 2023 especially when oppenheimer and fucking barbie were released in the same weekend yeah so and then uh like the left is claiming like it's just a bunch of like <laughs> sorry so apparently i know way more about this than i yeah, thought you do <laughs> Jesus Christ. All from, uh, what, what is it, 140 characters. Uh, yeah. Apparently, the, the left is claiming that, like, all these super PACs or, C, you know, the, the, the PACs 
are yeah. buying all the tickets to pump up the sales for the movie and not showing up. Hmm. They're just buying the tickets to like pump up the revenue because they want like this to gain traction, which clearly it has. Like here we are talking about it. Not that this is like this ma- massive like microphone shouting into the ether or anything, but it's pretty much so. It's gotten our attention, and we're just two randos, right, in two different states. So it's clearly like whatever's going on, whatever this marketing guerrilla marketing campaign because that's what it is i can guarantee it more than anything this is some guerrilla marketing campaign it's getting some traction because people are talking about it right which again very strange deal all the way around 100 percent. and i had not seen the sold out things that's wild to me um yeah, dude, it's just, I, I like I said, a week ago, I had no fucking clue what this movie is. Same. Um, we go to a decent amount of movies. I, I mean, we haven't been to one in a while, but I feel like as a normal American, we probably go to four a year, which I feel like is a lot these days, right? Mm-hmm. But it'll be like, oh, you know, like, oh, that looked good. We should, you know, it, but we just see it's something. And they're usually horror movies. Like, sure. we both enjoy those, and, like, yeah. that's... That's fun. But yeah, dude, I had no fucking idea what was happening. And <laughs> here we are. Yeah, here we are talking about it. I I'm sure that I could do some Twitter Twitter research and it would just be fucking mind blowing, but I'm also isn't there like a big Hollywood strike or some shit happening right now? There is. So this has is, now passed a hundred million dollars an hour ago. Says this is wild. Or excuse me, Oppenheimer didn't open this last weekend. It's opening this next weekend. Um, but Mission Impossible did. The only move the in the theater that is closest to me. The only movie that is on more screens tomorrow, or has more showtimes, is Mission Impossible. Then Sound of Freedom. Otherwise, it's Sound of Freedom. Yeah, so if you just go on, I mean, Twitter, like, I just started scrolling down, and there was a couple, like, there's one talking about the lights not being able to dim. I don't know what this guy's yelling about, but crazy that it's happening all across. Like I said, how many times does it have to happen before it's not actually a coincidence? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got Jesus Christ as the lead. That's who the lead actor is? Jim Caviezel. He plays Jesus? Well, <laughs> he was Jesus Christ in the in the Passion of the Christ. Oh, okay. I've <laughs> never seen it. I was very confused as to who got top billing there and why. Um, <laughs> got it. I mean, shout out Jesus for sure. Um, what up, JC? But I was just confused. I didn't know if yeah. he. It's 2023. I, yeah, no, that movie came out in like 2005. In. So you are forgiven yeah. for not catching that reference yeah. on my part. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I mean, what was the other one? Jesus Christ Superstar. Is that yeah, a musical but I think about that was Jesus? A musical. Huh? I think that was a musical. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's wild. We'll have to let's look into that and let's come back to that next week. Even though we probably just spent five minutes uh, talking about that. (laughs) I mean, it is crazy. And like I said, they did they did break a hundred million dollars. That's this weekend. What Mission Possible do? Uh, That's a good question. Also, the biggest thing we missed this weekend was the WNBA All Star Game. Holy shit. You know, it's so wild as if I want to find how much Mission Impossible did 58 million. That's 80, crazy. 80 over five days. That's insane. Um, I just go and Google stuff now. So sound of free. I mean, I don't Google stuff anymore. I literally just go to Twitter and search when it comes to relevant news. Yeah. So I can see it from multiple angles. Shout out Elon. Oh yeah, there's apparently some pay it forward ticket campaign for this Angel Studios. So yeah, we're gonna have to dive into that. Uh but yeah. Okay. Mission Impossible did eighty. So Sound of Freedom did twenty seven this week. So they had done uh seventy three the week before. So Mission Impossible barely beat that movie in its opening. Crazy. Week. That's nuts. That is nuts. Hmm. That's insane. Yeah, that'll be help that'll be helpful since we're in the dead spot of summer and not a whole lot to talk about till football starts. Uh, what do we have? Correct. Well, when this comes out, it'll be like uh thirty four five. or five days to yeah. College football. Thirty five. I think so. That'd be great. Yeah. Great. Anyways. Yeah, when we were finishing up quarterbacks today, I was like, I can't they were doing the Super Bowl stuff. And I was like, Can't wait. I can't fucking wait to no. bet on the NFL again. Hell no. Hell no. Like I'm such a degenerate gambler now. I could I could care less. I'll just watch it. I mean, I do obviously watching the games is fun, but I'm so excited to place some anytime touchdown scores. Mm-hmm. God, we're gonna win so much money this year. It's gonna be stupid. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. It's summer. There's nothing going on. No. Which which kind of leads us to our last little thing. And you kind of had a, a question. So you 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 take it. So you alluded, kind of. Um, Saturday, you had put out the text and the tweet, 42 days, shout out Pat Tillman, to start a college football. And earlier in the week, kind of like, hey, you know, like, what sounds good? And I was like, I know it's crazy because it's going to be hot, but chili sounds so good. And I make a bomb chili. It ain't for no gringos. It's got a little, little spice to it. But... I made it and I posted it on my Snapchat stories like 42 days to get college football, you know, making chili, got old games on in the background. Cause in my house, like I told you earlier, I wasn't leaving this weekend. It was 72 in here all weekend long. Beautiful. Absolutely. Felt like a September crisp, you know? Absolutely. Some people did not like that I was making chili and didn't think that that should be allowed. Uh, I answered one. His name is Taco. He's like, you're insane. Chili's not allowed or whatever. It's like, that's going to warm up your body. And I said, so you only eat ice cream in the summertime? You don't eat hot food in the summer or what? 
So the question is proposed. Is chili allowed in the summer? Yeah. I think there's a couple ways to look at that. I understand what Taco's saying. Because I do think traditionally that is kind of the mindset, right? It's like you eat warm foods in the winter to warm you up. Right. um, And you have cool snacks or whatever, cool treats. Hot eats, cool treats, right? That's why DQ is so successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eat some cool treats in the summer to cool you down. But if you're to extend that, so like what? You can't eat Mexican food in the summer? Right. What kind of sense that's that what I make, said. Right? Like you can't it's cook like, a hot, juicy burger on the grill? I mean, that's warm. Pasta I was my, the one I threw back at him. That kind of warms you up from the inside, right? Yeah. Like. You know, feel good and full and hearty from some pasta. Yeah. Um. So that'll be the question. I mean, what you're you're in now, right? Um, like you like, yeah, you can eat chili here anytime. I think I'll. I think I would extend my whole. I don't drink shame. You don't eat shame. I don't food shame. Right. Sure. If that's what you're feeling, that's that's what you're feeling, man. Now, right. I think if. I will say, if you're doing chili, like every Tuesday in the summer, that's a little weird. Yeah. That feels a little weird to me, but if that's what gets you through the yeah. week, man, hey, God bless you. You do what you got to do, my man. You know? No, I'm with you. Um, also, though, I live in a place now where I don't necessarily need the food to warm me up. And you don't have the traditional winners anymore. Correct. I mean, the coldest I see, it does get to 40 sometimes, right? 45. Mm -hmm. But it's not like, oh, I'm freezing. A bowl of chili would be nice to hold in my hands, too, while I eat. Yeah. So, like, those traditional norms that you grew up with are gone. Right. Never to be seen again. Yeah. But again. I thought your cat was a dog for a second. Oh, that little guy? Yeah. That, That fat little fucker? Is that squeak? That's squeak. He's, Dude, he's, got a, he's massive. He's, he used to be tiny. Uh, <laughs> he's got a fucking belly on him now. Joslyn wakes up in the morning and comes down and gives him twice what he's supposed to eat every day before we wake up. Like <laughs> you Joss. She's like, I don't know. He's whining at me, so I give him food. <laughs> okay, well. Now our cat is obese. <laughs> fucking Squeak and Tina, just, just chunky-ass fucking animals running around this house. Anyways. I love it. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I'll just say I, don't, I have no issue with it. Is it something I'm going to do all the time? No. Right. But there have been a couple times this summer where I'm like, I can fuck with some. I like chili. Like, it tastes yeah. good. That's just it. It's like, it was one of those things, like, haven't had it since, I mean, Yellowstone was on maybe December then, early December. Yeah. Last time I made some chili, and it was like, all right, it sounded good. I saw the jalapenos. I was like, fuck, chili sounds good. So I made chili, and guess what? It was good. Fuck yeah. Got a big full belly. Love that. Good for you. Good for you. You, Appreciate it. You ever made chili with, uh, uh, like steak bites? 
No. I bet that's bomb. Mm-hmm. So good, dude. Get some chunks uh, of Might steak. have to try that. Yeah, get chunks of steak instead of, you know, the, the ground beef or whatever. Um, yeah. And, and, like, I, I cut those up a little bit so they're not, like, the big chunks, right? Uh, right. It's almost like halves of fajita strips. Like, in sure. your chili. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, that would be good. Yeah, I just do ground beef, two mm-hmm. whole jalapenos, green pepper, or a green pepper, half onion, uh, hatch green chilies, and then obviously beans, tomatoes, uh, rotel, some more green chili and tomatoes, and then uh, yeah, some seasonings. But that's where that's where the secret stays is the seasonings. Can't put that out there. Nope. Can't share that with the world. No. Nope. Um, you know, watching the, the open championship would make you want some chili traditionally. It's cool there, yeah. windy, rainy. Yeah. And it's open championship week. Like, since you're at football also, camp, like, are, where are you at on that? I mean, I'm excited. So I am working on Friday. I know what that'll entail. We're going to Morgan Wall the night before. I know I'll have. 85 emails easily by the end of the week to Mm -hmm. catch up on and have other things that need to be done for sure. But so it'll be on, I'm excited. I mean, it's open, right? I, 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 I mean, it's a, it's a major, uh, major, which I always enjoy. Uh, couldn't have been more wrong on my Rory bet this last week. So maybe (laughs) I reversed the curse on the boy. Maybe he's going to roll in there and strut his stuff. Love that for you. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, what times it start Thursday morning for us? For you, it's probably while well, it'd be later or earlier for me. Yeah, I don't think they've. So, because Cam Smith's the defending champ, right? Yeah. Currently, it is five thirty in the morning at Royal Liverpool, and it is eleven thirty where I'm at. Yeah, so the first key times. I mean, it's it basically will kick off around one a.m. Yeah, that's what I figured. And for me, midnight, literally. Mm-hmm. So that's where, like, on Saturday and Sunday, it's fucking awesome because you wake up at like six a.m. and the leaders are teeing off. Yeah. So yeah, there. So in four hours, the first practice round starts. Seven a.m. So yeah, it'd be one thirty in the morning for me, roughly. So crazy. Um, did did you see any of the the Scottish Open? No, not really. Okay. I really felt like I didn't do a lot this week. I know I did a ton, but the week was just a blur. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, so. Oh, they're just. They have practice rounds. So the first practice round is at 7 a.m. Right. Interesting. Which if it's 5.30 in the morning there, that's in. Oh, no, shit. Yeah, I'm moving way wrong. What the fuck kind of math was I trying to do? Yeah, it'd be 1 a.m. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. That literally starts at 11 o'clock my time. So midnight for you. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. One for me. I'm two hours ahead of you. Oh, yeah, you are. Fuck, what was I thinking? (laughs) Damn you, weird time people down there. No, uh, we're the weird ones. We get it. Um, 
Yeah, the, the, the Scottish Open was sweet, dude, watching Rory uh, birdie those last two with just impress lights out shots, dude. So yep. good. So good. Uh, well, and I also, I mean, that was early, too, right? I mean, yeah. like 10 a.m. this morning. Yeah. I mean, when we're recording this, this is on Sunday, obviously. Yeah. But it was like 10 a.m. my time. Like, shit was over. Wasn't on TV. You had to, like, watch yeah. it on the CBS app, which was terrible. So nobody yeah. saw it, but um, it'll be interesting to see, man, if if he can pull the fucking double, right? Because uh, he's the favorite. He should have won it last year. You know, Cam Smith came out of nowhere, and basically what happened today, but it, instead of, like, folding, he rose to the occasion and won it. So it'd be pretty cool to see if he could do that. Um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the experience of early morning golf, coffee, house is quiet, nothing to do. Watching no, I love the that. championship. It's great. It's great. Good I love that for you. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna do some draft. We're gonna draft See. some things. A little non traditional for us because we're also kind of combining it with our picks or with right. some picks. With some picks for the NFL season. So we're gonna pick like NFL futures bets, right? Yep. Love that. And so I picked five. I could go to six if you want. No, I got five. I just went through and found five that I thought were fun. Five that you thought were fun. And um, I think we start at our, our longest odds. Oh, okay. And then work our way down. All right. All right. Um, you want to go first or you want me to? You can go first. All right. So my longest odds one. Big game prediction because we can't nice. say it. All right. Uh, the two teams I think that will be in the Super Bowling will be in the big game. Yep. <laughs> I think if you make it that long, it doesn't count. Uh, Cincinnati versus Philadelphia, plus wow. 2,400. Like plus how much? 2,400. Okay, nice. I think Philly gets back. I think Cincy beats. I think, I think Cincy gets back. One year removed. Yeah. Um, that's a nice one. So my longest odds one here, which actually I'm surprised, but I found the specials tab and I just was rolling on those. Okay. Uh, how, how weird did you get here? <laughs> there's going to be some where somebody's going to be like, all right, you're, you're insane. Um, my longest odds plus 900. So not crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's my longest odds. Kirko to throw 40-plus touchdowns in the regular season. What's the most he's ever thrown? Uh, that's a great question. I did no, did no, research. no research. I would like to say off the top of my head that he's had a 41-touchdown season, but I will I will check that right now. Yeah. Um, I think I saw that as well. And his, was, his not his highest was 2020 with 35. Okay, I was gonna say 34, but uh, yeah, I think I think I saw that as well, and I was like, man, I'm not sure he's ever cracked that. Interesting, plus 900, yep. huh? 40 TDs. Yep. Well, they got Jordan Addison. You know, let's see how it goes. PJ, JJ, KJ, and then Jordan Addison. And then J.A. Yep. Love it. Love it. Uh, my next longest uh, at plus 
6.52. Three teams to miss the playoffs. Oh, a parlay. Miami. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. And Minnesota. You're a fucking idiot. I don't know why you would do that shit. Some of the playoffs team, some of the playoff teams from last year have to turn over. hundred percent. hundred percent. They do. Yep. And so I went with, I don't bet on minus shit. Yeah. I don't either. So we're here to win money. Yeah. Not to, yeah. I combined the three again, not saying I think it's going to happen. Right. But I'm trying to be like, all right, let's be realistic. And again, there's a little hedge in there for me. Always is when the home team is yeah. included. I'd rather Most lose that bet and have them make the playoffs. But if they don't, then I can parlay it. Plus, yeah, I just thought we were done with that shit. You're done with that shit. Yeah, I was never doing it. Yeah, you're done with that shit. I never said I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never started. Can't be done. Um, so my next is plus eight fifty. Okay. And it's exact win total for the Scolders. Twelve. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. That's a high that's high. Love it. Uh my next is plus five hundred. Most regular season receiving yards. JJ. I like that. I saw that. I thought about it. My next, also plus 500. Mm-hmm. It's uh, two teams to miss the playoffs. The Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets. Okay. Oh, excuse me. I Excuse me. It is, I read that wrong and I don't want it anymore. I oh. read it wrong. Okay. I thought it I thought it was both to miss. That one's actually Jets to make or Jets to miss, Packers to make. I don't want that one. Ooh. So we'll go to my next one. I'll go find one. I, I got one out there. Um Kansas so plus three hundred Chiefs to score a passing touchdown in every regular season game. That seems so likely. I know, plus three hundred. I, I couldn't believe that it was plus money, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple games Mahomes hasn't in the course of time, but. Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. Uh, then my second, I did go with some over-unders, or my, my next one. Uh, so I went Browns over eight and a half wins, plus 108. Love it. Love it. I think a full season um, for Sean will help them. Yeah. Immensely. So then my smallest one here, I have one more to do, and I'm going to pick that one on the fly now that I figured out how to read. But plus 300, the Philadelphia Eagles to miss the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. There's actually not a lot of plus money on missing the playoffs. There's like four or five teams that are plus money. Crazy. Very. Because what are their – Odds to win the Super Bowl. I'll tell you. Plus 800. So they're more likely to miss than they are to win the whole thing. But they're the, what, second favorite? Yeah. 
find that like that difference there shocking. Right. It is. And, and I get it. It's a long season. Anything can happen, right? Like Jalen gets hurt, you know, probably going to miss the playoffs. Like, and you can't predict that at all. I get that. Um, all right. Then my, my last one at plus 115. So I did these backwards. Uh, Vikings over under eight and a half wins. He took the under. I took the under. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's all right. Um, These are bets, not predictions. Yeah. No, that's fair. All right. I'm going to sneak this one in. It almost goes to, to the top of the, it almost goes to my highest odds, but I'm going to go to 49ers parlay, either Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, or Talano hug, uh, Hafanga. He's the safety number 29 he, he, to win uh defensive player of the year. I like that on Bosa. He could easily take that award. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, what did I find? So I was looking at, Cause you did the Vikings exact win total. Yeah. Hold on one second. I got to find it. Okay. I, give me one second. I think I was looking at this as well. And yeah, I was looking at the Vikings exact win total as well. And you went with how many? 12. 12. And that was what? Plus what? 850. Yes. Uh, I, I think it was under all win totals. No, exact. Exact. Yeah. I've got it at plus 850 here. What I'm looking at. Um, and when you look at win exactly 11 games all the way down to seven, right? It's plus 700 for 11, 600 for 10, 600 for nine, 650 for eight, 650 for seven. The odds to win 12 and six are the exact same. Correct. And the odds to win 15 and 13 are well 13 to 1 and 12 to 1. So that the I just find so that what's what's their win total at? What's and, their eight over under eight? Okay, well then according to this this is telling you that the that the book already thinks the over is going to hit. Because they're at plus 600 on nine yeah. and ten, so that means that that realistically, the book thinks it's going to be nine and a half. The shortest odds are nine or ten to win the exact. Right, so that means that really the book thinks it's going to be nine and a half. Yeah, crazy, right? We just broke the code. That's interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that I, is. Interesting. I found that interesting, right? That like. That because those odds are not far apart from eleven to seven. Oh yeah, at all. Like that's where they th- that's where they see them somewhere in there, without a doubt. You want to know what the craziest one is to me? Hmm. So I was looking through these regular season specials, just kind of clicking on random teams. Yep. Detroit Lions to reach the NFC Championship game is plus three seventy. I'm going to take the opposite end of all of that all year long. Yeah. The uh, 
Yeah, Detroit's just yeah, they've got better odds. And the Packers are like two spots behind the Vikings. Yeah, I mean the Browns and the Vikings have are the first two plus money odds to make the playoffs at plus one oh four. Which I, I love that. That's fine. That's great spot to live. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, if you look at to not make the playoffs, there is, I guess, Seattle, the Jets, Saints, which the Saints, too, so fucking wild. But I guess the South is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Seattle, the Jets, Saints, Baltimore, Detroit, Jacksonville, Dallas, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Kansas City. So, what, eight, nine, ten teams there? That are plus money, so which is how many make the playoffs, but those are the only plus money to miss. Mui Interessante. I think you can glean so much from that. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Might just dive into this and just start reading these. Just learn where all the props are at for the year. Erko hmm. is is the last uh, he's minus one ten to throw thirty touchdowns. Yeah, that's so that's kind lives. of surprising. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, and then Kirko fifth. Four. I mean, he's fifth odds on everything to throw thirty touchdowns, thirty five. Yeah, that's just hmm. fifth best quarterback in the league. I guess it's all that matters. <laughs> I do have a future from December 3rd. Ethan Kaliak Manis to win the Heisman plus 40,000. I have a dollar on it. Love that. Gophs make the playoffs. Never know. The receiving props I thought were interesting too, right? Like JJ, clear favorite for yards. Yep. Um, But then for TDs, he's now he's fourth. He was sixth when I was looking earlier. Well, I mean, but he's tied for yeah, fourth, fifth. That's insane. Or, or no, that's six receiving touchdowns, ten. Yeah, he's fifth. No. Sorry, those were odds to score like six, eight, ten. Most receiving touchdowns. He is one, two, three, four, five, six. He's sixth. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown. And Justin Jefferson. That's kind of—I mean, he doesn't score a ton of touchdowns, but no, he's not the red zone guy. No, but maybe now, no Dalv. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely gonna. I think you're gonna see way more TJ this year. For sure. Number one overall pick, 2024 draft. Yeah. Caleb, I'm gonna take the field. Three thirty, the field plus two twenty. I can't believe the field's only plus 220. But. Well, it's everybody else. Yeah, I know I get you know it. I'm mean? just saying. Like, if, when you go to one to two, right, it's Caleb Williams, Drake May. It's 330 to plus 450. Right. That's a huge jump. And then the next one is plus 2,000. Right? It's, those would be It nuts. could very well be none of those guys. Correct. Should we wrap that? Yeah. Unless you got anything else? No, I'm good, dog. It's a good one. Send you off to football camp. Uh, You can listen to this on your drive home. (laughs) 
and be like, man, I'll be home. What the hell were we talking about? Or yeah, we were home listening to watching the open, listening to back to even. That's right. uh, Grinding away on those 85 emails. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, Yeah. Have a great week up there, Ben. I hope everybody had a fantastic week. Going to have a kick-ass weekend. Enjoy the open. uh, 35-ish days to college football. Yeah. Get ready. Get your chili hot. Get your piss hot. All right. Training camp's just around the corner. That was a nice Tim Brewster reference there. You like that? Get your chili hot, boys. (laughs) Get that gum chili hot. Um, Yeah, just get ready, man. It's coming. It'll be here before we know it. Parlay's flowing like the salmon of Capistrano. All right. Uh, And off we will go. All right. Yeah. Everybody have a great weekend. It's been fun. Thank you for listening. Ben, do your thing, my man. Appreciate you, Jeff Ray. I appreciate y'all for listening. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. Rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, back to you. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you're choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to Robin. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me dance. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. I hopped off the curb, I ain't looking back since.